Blog Talk Radio. Crazy.
We're back, bitches. What is up, bitches? What is going on? My little daddies and sons and bitches and hoes, pimps and players. We are here coming to you live from Chesapeake Bay. Guaranteed to make your knees shiver and your liver quiver. Hey, what can I say? (laughs) Funny lyrics, bitch. It is Friday the 12th of February 2016. We are here. It is Valentine's Day weekend. Make sure you get out there and take care of the love of your life. Whoever that love may be. Whether she may be your husband, your wife, your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Do something. Get out there, show them you love them, they care about them. Always roses, flowers, cards. If you don't want to do flowers or cards, do um, cards. Cards definitely work. Write them a poem. Tell them you love them. Tell them you care about them. Tell them thank you. Thank you for that last year. Thank you for being my boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, significant other. My ride or die. My pain in the ass. Or whatever you think about whoever it is you're with. But this is... Valentine's Day weekend. Sunday is Valentine's Day. Me day. How many people out there are not getting laid? I'm not going to get the dick. Or I'm not going to get the vagina. Some of us aren't going to get the dick. And some of us are not getting the vagina. Say what? But anyways, that is what's going on. I am so excited. I pissed myself. I pissed, pissed myself today because I was flipping channels. And guess what the fuck is back on the fucking television? NASCAR, bitches. On fucking television, they're doing practicing and shit. I was picking myself up. Where is last? I'm gonna fucking kill my douchebag. Douchebag friend? She's fucking, I'm gonna kill her. She's fucking dumb, man. She told me, you know what the bitch told me? Oh, we mixed your Swedish vodka with fucking tea and it'll be fine, bitch. That shit tastes nasty. I'm still drinking it, but fuck that. But, anyways, welcome to the show. It is Friday, the 12th of February, 2016. We are here. And this is episode number four called Down Forward. Because I heard that song in a porn, in a, in a amateur porn. A college, college, three college, two college chicks, and this college dude were fucking, and they were playing the song Down For Whatever. And in the background, it was pretty cool. She was going at it and going at it. Holy shit. That shit making me hard right now. Just thinking about it. Anyways, um, this is the fourth episode of my The Misadventures of My Hysterical Life. A show about fun shit that happens on a daily basis. The show focuses on barbecue topics, pop culture, daily headlines, entertaining funny stories about funny shit, and basically anything that the listeners, which are you, send me or that I feel that is trending. This show is going to take you away from that shitty day or something that just totally pissed you off. To make you laugh and go, oh shit. It's gonna be a good motherfucking day. Hoorah. It is Friday with ourselves, playing with ourselves. Um, you can catch me on Twitter at Nassau seventy four. You can catch me on Facebook.com forward slash thinking out loud intonation, blogtalkradio.com forward slash talking out loud intonation. Uh download for each seven nine Gmail or talking out loud intonation.org is the website. Check it out. Tell me what you think. 
And that is how you can get a hold of me. If you want to get a hold of me, follow me, tweet me, text me, email me if you want to get a hold of me. And it's going to be a crazy night. I just had to redo the whole program again. And um, today we're going to be focused on down for whatever means. Basically, whatever the fuck we're down for, you know. I'm going to start talking about vaginas. We want to talk about porn, vaginas. Or if you have something you want to talk about. Down for whatever. Uh, we're going to be focusing on Winston Cup. The Sprint Unlimited tomorrow. The Super Bowl. Holy fucking shit. Did you see the Super Bowl? I couldn't have predicted it if I didn't see it myself. And the way Cam Newton, the way Cam Newton was, was just jackass. Basically, just being a jackass. Um, but anyways, it happens. Life goes on. And hopefully, Peyton retires now and gets the fuck out of there. Becomes sick and tired every other year. Peyton this, Peyton, Peyton, Peyton. Tom Brady, 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 Peyton, Peyton, Brady, Dallas, Brady, Tom. I'm so sick of that shit. Man, fuck that. Anyways, the uh, first block I'm talking about. We're going to get into my weekly wrap. Um, and I have a question for everybody out there listening or going to listen. Is can you meet someone after a long time and begin something? I had just reconnected with somebody. After 18 fucking years. I haven't seen this person in 18 years. Where do you hear that fucking story? Holy shit. The second block, we're going to be talking about Sexiest Husbands. Ted's porn star actress. And if you were doing political ads, or if you had to have ad or any ad out there, would you choose a porn star? Would you choose an actor, an actress? We're going to talk about that. And the second block, we're going to be talking about... Uh, the third block is going to be... It's going to be the year. Now, this year, if you're listening, don't Google search this shit was the year I graduated high school. It was the year... I can't think of what else happened in that year. A very certain someone almost got fired from their job. Everlast was on your radio. Big Pun was on your radio. Um, Sublime is on the radio and it's crazy how time flies it is crazy how time flies but anyways um, that'll be the third block the fourth block we'll just do whatever the fuck so that's basically the rundown of the show let's get this shit kicked off Pum, 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 pum. Welcome to the fourth installment of, of Misadventures of My Hysterical Life. Thank you for joining me tonight to talk about this crazy, last crazy week. We were at the end of another crazy week, and wow, what a week it has been. Last Friday, as you can remember, we were drinking Swedish vodka and Sprite Zero. We were living the American dream. We are partying it up, and I was just all over the place. Like, if I saw a fly flying here, we'd talk about the fly for, like, two minutes, and I'd go on something else, and it sucked really bad. Like, I was like, so what I plan on doing, um, so I listened to the show last Friday, and I was like, it sucks. This is garbage. 
So last Saturday night, when I had no shit, I had nothing to do last weekend, I uh, we did no action that we did. I did part two of the show, and since then we've had forty six listeners in the last six days, which is totally awesome. Thank you for all that listened. Probably heard the first five minutes where I chucked that thing out the window and said, "This guy's a fucking idiot." We're on iTunes. I'm excited about that. We're on iTunes. You can follow us on iTunes. We'll let you know how to get there. And I was so excited about that. And when the host is hard to listen to, then I knew I had the perfect show. Though I may never make it great or make it top-notch, I'm going to do with it what I want to do with it. I'm actually right. I write stuff down so I'm not going to be all over the place, and I'm trying to go with this, go with that. And it's hard for me to write because I just can't discipline myself enough to sit and write. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll just wing this shit and be like, yeah, this don't work, that don't work, do this, do that, do this. And I take with that craziness. So last Saturday, I redid the show for the first time in a long time. And... uh it was fun. It really was fun. I got to be able to do it. And I got to really uh, um, fix things and do things. We had like 46, 50 people listened to it in the last seven days, which I'm really excited. Uh, I'm blaming my friend Douchebag tonight. Everything is her issue and her problem. Everything is all her fault. We're going to call her later just to fuck with her. We can call her because she's actually one person that I can actually call and get away with calling and not have to fucking worry about not worry about um, repercussions like if Christy and I were really cool I would do the same thing to Christy but she would freak the fuck out and then guess what y'all shit would hit the fan and it would be crazy so I was not going to do it at the end of last week's show we called douchebag on the phone that bitch answered the phone because I call for my personal self when I put the mic up to my microphone up to the to the speaker on the phone. It's like, you reached the voicemail box of Julia, which is supposed to be saying, fucking douchebag, motherfucking crazy-ass bitch. And, uh, fucking idiot. But yeah, we did that last week, and she didn't answer her phone, so she's being a fucking douche. She's been super fucking douchey. But anyways, it's crazy. Um, let's see. Sunday, I didn't do much. Crammed for an exam that I had yesterday, which was fucking... Um, if I don't get a 75 on this exam from yesterday, I fucking quit in school. I'm literally fucking quitting school because I at least got 25 right out of 50. I would have had at least 25 right. There's at least 20, 25 right out of 50, so I'm really excited, and I just hope that I have a 75 average in Spanish, but partly that's my fault because I'm an idiot, and I didn't study, I didn't do what I was supposed to do, and work hard like I was supposed to do, so, you know, but I've learned a lesson, and now I'm working hard at becoming something better, 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 better than I normally am. So, and then Sunday I just went out for a walk, enjoyed the beautiful day, enjoyed the beautiful air. 
mid tunnel tunnel was open, so I didn't have to drive all the way around the fucking all the way down sixty four around the big loop and down there. So it was easier for me to just go fucking the normal way. I go from church and I go down sixty four, six sixty four, down to sixty or fifty fifty eight west to fucking Suffolk if you wanted to. Or Elizabeth City. No cackalack. Which on Sunday going to church I did miss the exit going to church. I was paying attention. And um because from here to church is a half hour to forty well, I usually leave here at nine thirty. If I leave here at walk out the door and get in the car and pull out at nine thirty, I'll be there at about ten o'clock, ten fifteen. Because I think church starts at ten thirty. Or does it start at ten fifteen? It starts at ten fifteen. So I have to be there by ten fifteen. So yeah, so it takes me about a half hour, forty five minutes to get there from here because I have to go all the way out to Portsmouth Boulevard and a long ass ride. Up sixty four west, out six sixty four east. Unbelievable. How it takes me to get there. But then Sunday I go and I go into the I fucking love our library. Like we have like a bazillion libraries here, one for each city. There's like four, five, six, about six different libraries in just in the city of Norfolk. But they had opened this new library in downtown Norfolk. And it was like it's like a fucking um almost like a Barnes Noble type library because like all digital and everything's digital and everything's by computer screen and like you touch the computer screen and you punch in um, punch in a book do you want let's see what's a good book out there Dana Perino in her book punch in her book author you know punch it in brings up how you can get it and where is that and it's just it's just a really great you could reserve books through there and you can do all through this computer systems and they have self-checkout, and we're checking this, you know, not like back in the day. They have so many books, so many books. We love books and uh, biographies of everything. They don't – the thing that drives me insane is that they don't have Cody Diablo's book, The Year of the Unlikely Stripper, but yet they have Jenna Jameson's book and her biographies. Weird. Absolutely weird. Like you have to special order the – Cody, Diablo Cody book and she has no tits I don't think I think she had to get fake titties but anyways reading that book oh my god like I'm surprised anybody didn't masturbate in that shit mm-hmm. but anyways uh, Monday took Monday pissed me off because I went to Spanish class because only one class on Monday and fucking I get there and she's like oh let's just answer some questions and go the fuck home I got there I was there five minutes and I went home I was so fucking pissed I'd drive all the way over there, waste gas, waste time, drive all the way home. Stupid. Tuesday, I went to social research, which is a lot of fun. Did that class, studied. Wednesday, studied for an exam. And it's so fucking, I'm so fucking dumb. Like, I'm not dumb, dumb. But if you look at the Spanish days of the week, you get, um... Sunday is Domingo. Monday is Lunar. Tuesday is something. Wednesday is Mirkus Mirkus. Thursday is Junivis. 
Friday is something and Saturday is something because they're named after the fucking much McCall's. After uh, um, the But they're named after the um, Saturn, Pluto, Mars. Crazy. But anyway, that's how the weeks are. And then... Oh, shit. So last week, not today, 12th, 5th, 4th, the 3rd of February, I was floating through the books of... I was floating through these blogs, and I come across one blog of this person I really like. Very funny book she wrote called Let's Pretend This Didn't Happen. So I, I follow her up. We, well, I read her on social media. I read her on the blogs and whatnot. So she had this thing on there. And she said, you know, if you can't afford a copy of the book, she goes, I'm giving away free copies of the book. So she wrote this book called Furiously Happy, which let me tell you something. If anybody out there is listening, and you suffer from depression or anxiety, or you just need to have a good laugh, or you're just down on your luck, not feeling good, look up Fury and Austin. She is the shit. That book is the best. I read it like six times in the last week. She sent it to me a copy of it in the mail. It was so fucking fucking shit. I know I didn't order anything from Amazon because I heard they ever do, which reminds me I do have to cancel my Prime membership before the $100 gets charged next week. What? I'm screwed. Uh, so I was like, fuck. Hmm. So I got the book. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't get the book. But anyways, um, I was really excited about that. Got a free copy of the book to read. And I read it. It's awesome. It's awesome. Uh, and I don't know what else to say. I get stuck in loss for words. So I got that book this week. I got uh, Vacation. on the, Oh, yes. I went to Target. Tuesday, and then I went to Walgreens. I had a little Target because I wanted to get. I had to get a, a stupid fucking printer. It's a piece of shit. I just bought this thing like not even six months ago, back in September, for fifty bucks at Target, and it's a piece of junk. But anyways, besides the point, I had to have I have to clean the filters out, and I have to have it cleaned. It's just it's just a pain in the ass, is what it is. So. The other day, I was trying to print all this shit out, and I printed out like six pages, and I was like blank and blank and blank. So I figured it all out after going through like 10 YouTube fucking videos to figure all this shit out, and it just pissed me the fuck off that um, that I had to do all this shit and go through all these videos and all the chat just to figure it out. Stupid. Anyways, I put new black ink in it. The other inks are good, but black ink here, so I put new black ink in it, works now just fine. Go figure. So then... When I was there, I wanted to go because I haven't seen Zoolander. I haven't seen Zoolander in like fucking 15 years. It's been since I went and saw Zoolander in the movies, and I was getting blown in the movie theater when the movie was going on. So you can tell what I was doing in that movie 15 years ago. So I was excited to get that movie on DVD. And uh, excited. I'm so tired. Yeah, I'm cranking through my sis. Dumb. System. So I'm excited about that. I got a DVD. I added to my DVD collection I have. 
which is a stupid DVD collection. I did get Red Red Rising, Red Sun, Red whatever the fuck it is, Tom Hanks. I got that one. I got the other DVDs. And then I made a YouTube video. I didn't put it on YouTube yet because I have to edit the video. But I'm going to do another YouTube video and uh, try to get started doing YouTube videos just for the hell of it and see what happens. I figure, why not, right? Everybody else is doing it. Fuck myself. Reach out to people, you know. And try to be something that I'm not. And then I went to Target. And there was a really hot chick in there. But you could tell she was like a teenager because she was their mom. She could call you can tell she had just gotten her driver's license because she kept bugging her mom about driving. She's like, can you believe I drove over here? Can you believe I can do that? People in the city suck. They cut me off. They did that. I'm thinking, oh, my God. You're sick. You know, shut your bitch ass up. You dumb. Because that's all I don't say it out loud. Because sometimes I say shit out loud. And I'm like, fuck, why I say it out loud? Fucking A. Why me? Fuck me. I say that shit out loud all the fucking time. I'm like, fuck my life. All damn day. And all damn night. So, um, what were we talking about? This dumb heifer. And, uh, anyways, um, so I got so sick, you know, like so excited because she got a driver's license. She's driving her mom out there, mom driving her, and she's like, Can you believe people cut me off my lane? I'm staying in my lane. You need to stay in the fucking your lane. You need to stay the fuck in your mama's lane and quit getting up in your mama's business like that. Because guess what? Mm-hmm. It ain't happening, Captain. I get emails from people that tell me I need to talk more white and I need to, I need to talk more proper and white. And I'm like, bitch, please. I will talk how the fuck I feel like talking. If I want to talk all black, mm-hmm. I will talk all black if I want to. Because I'm the whitest black dude you'll ever fucking meet in your entire fucking life. Yeah, yeah, bitch. It was crazy. There's no booty up in there. There's no really sexy booty to look at in Target. So I left Target and I went to Walgreens. Because on Tuesdays, down here, I don't know if it's anywhere else, but military appreciation every Tuesday at the Walgreens. You get 15% off with your military ID. Exciting, right? Yippee skippy. Suck my dick. So I went in there and dropped $42 on a whole bunch of shit. And I ended up walking out on the paying 20 After um, the virtual coupons, which are fucking awesome. If you don't have a Walgreens card, go to your fucking Walgreens. Go to your local, go to your local corner store, which is a fucking Walgreens, CVS, or Rite Aid. And get yourself a fucking Walgreens card. Then you go on your phone, if you have a phone. Go to the Walgreens app. Punch in your fucking your card number into the Walgreens app. Keep it on file on your fucking phone. And every time you go there, punch in your phone, whatever it is. And then guess what? You can have a Walgreens card. And then you go on there and you click on clip this coupon. And it clips the coupon to your card. So when you go to the register, if you and these coupons aren't like one week only coupons, they're like fucking good for like some are good for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks. It's fucking shit. And then you go to your, every Sunday, you get a Sunday paper and you cut coupons. And you add those coupons to your fucking Walgreens coupons. And guess what, bitch? You save some fucking money. 
And that's how we do on the show. We say fucking money. So that was the extent of my week past class. And then yesterday, I'm in a sports and literature class, and it's really fun because I get to talk a lot. I love to stand up and talk and educate these kids because like they're like clueless. And it's hysterical because I don't know where the fuck they're born. And we're talking about heroes and legends and about how there is no heroes, how the heroes are becoming the bad guys, how the writing villains now, and how villains are becoming popular and they're more popular. Like you see Spider-Man versus Batman versus Superman, Catwoman versus fucking Superwoman. You know, no more happy endings. There hasn't been a happy ending in seven fucking years. Since January 20th, 2009, there's not been a fucking happy ending. If you compare what happened over the last seven years, oh, you can't even walk out your fucking front door without being deemed oh, oh, uh, racist or oh, you're deemed racist. You hate Muslims, you hate women, you hate children. If you vote for Bernie but you don't vote for Hillary, you're a fucking sexist. Uh, there's a special cold place in hell for you. Really? And you want people to vote for you and you're saying this dumb shit? People are sick of fucking tired. I'm sick of fucking tired of going outside my fucking front door. And people call me all sorts of crazy names. And all sorts of crazy names. Oh, you can't say that, you're going to offend somebody. You can't say that because you offend somebody. Who the fuck cares? They didn't give a shit before 2009. Eat whatever the fuck they want to do, whatever the fuck they want to do. But who gives a shit who gets fucking well? Well, you need to be more nice. So we need to talk to people more nice. Bitch, please. We, you know, it just fucking pisses me the fuck off. Because in the 80s, we had Joe Montana, we had John Elway, Joe Montana, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Giants, the Red Sox, the Mets. We had, uh, Oakland, San Francisco in the 80s. We had Jose Canseco. We had Michael Jackson. And then in the 90s, we had OJ, which how many out there were alive, like literally alive and knew what happened in the 90s? Let's say anybody born before 1984. Yeah, if you were born before 1984, you probably know about the 90s, because that's when you turned six. Sometime that year, you would have turned six, and you would have been through the 90s. What we had was so much fun. And just looking back on it, how do you feel that you're living in the 90s? Fuller House comes out in two weeks. Two weeks today, actually, Fuller House comes out on Netflix. Um, They redid Terminator, Jurassic Park. Bush and Clinton are back in the news for running for president. And... uh, it's fucking crazy. It's like the 90s all over again. We're reliving the 90s all over again. And it's, it's for me, it's crazy. I'm like, I'm waiting for them to redo Seinfeld. I'm waiting for them to redo Cheers Seinfeld. Because those are the heroes. We would rally around heroes like Dale Earnhardt. Or the Yarboroughs, Kale Yarboroughs, the, the Allisons, the Yarboroughs, the Waltrips, the Wallaces, the Petties. We'd, we'd rally around those people. We'd see them and we get so excited because, you know, one day I want to be like them. Or, you know, they they make me feel good about myself. And, you know, that they can do it. Why can't I do it? And let's do this. Let's do that. I'm in the process of writing a blog about heroes. And the hero comes today. 
Mariah Carey song. But then today came and snow came and I'm just like, fucking A, man. You know that fucking A. Son of a bitch. Anyways, um, that's life. That is life. It is how it goes. You know, we don't have those heroes anymore. And we can't, like, we, like things that piss me off is, like, when you go out to restaurants, Burger King, McDonald's, they have fucking, it's, you know, there's a gazillion calories in a Big Mac. There's a gazillion calories in a, in a double quarter pound of cheese. You know, I remember the days when they fucking took movies and they paired them with Happy Meal toys. How many people out there listen to have Happy Meal toys somewhere, somehow in their house? When they made Happy Meal toys, they made Happy Meal commercials for McDonald's and Burger King and Wendy's. And how it was so much fun, how you would go there and you would spend your money and it was great, it was fun, it was entertaining, it would bring you together as a family. How, you know, but we look at that now, we don't have that shit. Right now we have nothing. It's bullshit. But soon, folks, it's going to be back to normal, hopefully. But if you vote for Donald Trump, we're going to be fucked if he gets in. But anyways, I'm a libertarian, proud libertarian. I don't know who I'm going for yet. I'm undecided right now because Christy and Carly Fiorina bowed out of the race this week, which totally pissed me the fuck off. And I think if Christie stuck in there and did South Carolina, he would have won South Carolina. But unfortunately, he bowed out. And so did Carly Fiorina because they treated her like shit. Like doo-doo. Like doo-doo brown. Doo-doo brown. So, that's life. And then I signed up today for, um, get this shit. If you're the Virginia Beach Comedy Club and Restaurant as a has a one-day introductory class into uh, becoming a comedian in comedy school. So I figured, why not? It's free. I might as well try and get out there and do new things, meet new people, and try to put myself out there and make people laugh. Make people say, amen, hallelujah, hallelujah. Monday is holiday. Federal holiday is Monday. No mail on Monday, which pissed me off because I love mail. Love to get the mail. Love doing that shit. So I'm excited about this new adventure. It's going to be next Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock. So I will not be talking about it next Friday on the show. But in two weeks, we'll be talking about that shit. Hell fucking yeah. I might even do a show next Saturday after this just to tell you all about the comedy thing. I'm really stoked about it. Excited. Can't wait to do it. Can't wait to do it, do it, do it, do it. And I'm excited. Hoorah. Hoorah, Navy. Hoorah, Marine Corps. And uh, it is awesome. But anyways, get this shit. My friend put pictures up this week of... uh, her uh, dogs eating her homework. This shit was funny as fuck. Even though it's not funny, it was funny, Jamie. And I know you're laughing 
Hopefully at me, not with me. Um, let's see what's going on in Facebook land. Wow. That is definitely some shit that's out there. So that was my week, basically, the last week or so. And everything I've been doing in the last week. And then we had the election this week. And as you know, Donald Trump won um, the New Hampshire primary on Tuesday night. John Kasich second, Ted Cruz third, Bush fourth, Rubio fifth, Cruz, or, um, Christy sixth, and Charlie seventh, and Jim eight. Now they got rid of three more. So now it's down to Trump, Kasich, Bush, Cruz, and Rubio. So there's five people left running for president of the United States. So I'm pretty excited. Um, I don't like Cruz. I don't like Rubio. I don't like Trump. So at least we have Bush and Kasich. Because I think Bush and Kasich actually have a plan to do something to take this country somewhere. Because, I mean, if you look at the facts, everybody, if you look at these facts, you realize that um, the facts of the matter are this. I'm going to leave you this note before I switch topics and go into my second block. But the facts of this, you can't ban an entire fucking race or religion from this country. You just can't, you can't fucking do it. Two, you can't just go and grab people and start throwing them in bags and say, oh, we're fucking sending you back. You're illegal. Fucking get out of here. We're going to break up families and all that shit. Bitch, please. You know damn well that ain't going to happen. We have Congress. We have a Senate and a House. And it's not going to happen because I know... Hallelujah is going to happen. Yes, it is. But I know that's not going to happen. But then we have this wall controversy. We all know damn well. For everybody listening to this show that lives on the border of California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, you know damn well. If you even put a wall up there, they're going to climb over it. They're going to go under it. They're going to go around it. They will. It's not going to work. Point blank. You can't just build a wall and send the bill to Mexico. It doesn't work like that. But you, but there's a lot of people who messed up. A lot of people are pissed off and mad because of what Obama's done in these last seven years. And now they're feeling the effects of it. Like Bernie Sanders, Democratic Socialism, that shit ain't going to work. Who the fuck's going to pay for all this shit? You want free health care, free child care, free school. You know, you can't fucking, there's no human way possible. If you want free shit, join the fucking military, serve four years or how many of years you want to do, and then go to school for free. Let them pick up the tab for you. That's what the fuck you need to do if you want free shit. Fuck it. Hell yeah. So those are my thoughts. That's my week. This has been my week in a wrap. And like I said, thank you for listening to the show. And we're switching gears. Now we are going to the second topic. which is the Winston Cup cursing NASCAR mudsling. So I'm excited because it has been one, it's been about 12 weeks since the green flag is dropped on the NASCAR track because Kyle Busch won the, um, the race in Miami, Florida, back in November. The week before Thanksgiving, he won, and it was pretty cool to see him basically be the comeback kid. He was the comeback kid. As you remember, last year in Daytona, he suffered a broken leg 
in a car crash at Daytona, and he was out for like six weeks. He was out for four months, and he rehabbed everything he had to do four out of six races, and then he won a couple of races in the Sprint Cup thing, in the in the, you know the whole playoff thing, and then ended up winning enough to where he became Sprint Cup champion. So it was pretty cool not to see Jimmy Johnson win again. Yes, that was awesome to not see that bitch win. I don't like Jimmy Johnson. I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan of Tony Stewart. And I'm upset because Tony Stewart was riding his go-kart dune buggy thing in the Sierra Nevada desert in California somewhere, in Baja, California, and tipped over and hurt his back and sprained his leg and just basically, it's just a hot fucking mess. What he is, it's just a hot fucking mess. And now he's not starting. Tomorrow he will not be. Brian Vickers has taken over for the number 14 car, which I was pretty impressed to see because it's pretty fucking funny, which, I mean, I love Tony Stewart. I've been a Tony Stewart fan for 18 years, ever since his rookie year in 1998. And I've been a huge Home Depot fan when they had Home Depot racing, I was huge. I have a whole mess of Home Depot stuff and Tony Stewart stuff and just loved loved how he just took the country by storm, getting warm. Anyways, uh um how awesome is that? I have to keep checking to see anybody wanna call me. Six five seven three eight three fourteen thirty one. Who are your heroes? Who are your sports figures? Who do you represent? What do you represent? Who are you? What do you do? Where do you listen? Do you listen to Chicago? Do you listen to Green Bay? Do you listen to Flint? Do you listen to Detroit? New York City? Buffalo? Jamestown? Scranton? Erie? Where do you listen to? What do you do for fun? Let me know. What's up, bitch? But anyway, Tony Stewart is, is, uh, is the man... With the master plan. Speak of that, I just thought about something. So, um, anyways, I just thought of something really cool. So, yes, I'm a huge Tony Stewart fan. Love Tony Stewart. Love everything about him. He's great, but it's funny because he's gained so much weight and he's so fucking fat that I believe that all his weight... Because if you look at all the NASCAR drivers, every single one of them, all 36, 40, there's 42 NASCAR drivers, and they're all skinny. There's no, They're not fat. They don't have... And I believe because he's fat and he's heavy set that he is holding the weight down on the car and that his car is not performing well because he's so fucking fat. In my personal opinion... That is what I think. The Tony Stewart is fat because he is fat. That's why the car does not run. But that's just me. But if you look at it, Brian Vickers today was seventh in Sprint Cup. They were doing Sprint Cup practice. And he was he came in seventh. And he's a skinny guy. The number 14 car. And he's going to go all the fucking way. Now, Tony Stewart is retiring at the end of the season. And Brian France, the... President and CEO. No, the president and CEO is Mike. Is Mike. Uh, can't think of his name. But anyways, the uh, CEO of NASCAR 
is uh, he is crazy. Mike Helton is president and CEO of NASCAR. And you got Brian, Brian Francis, the director of Mark, whatever he is, said that he's going to let Tony Stewart get into, um, even though he's going to miss all these races, Tony Stewart will be eligible for the Sprint Cup this year because this is the last year. And if he doesn't win any races this year, that should be funny. If, I, if he don't win any races, first 26 races, because it starts next Sunday, the bless me. Now i got to look this shit. i got a mag. Luckily, i got fucking porn magazine here. Um, let's look it up. Kyle Bush, the comeback kid, overcomes adversity to win it all. Because I get the magazine sent to my house. Uh, pop quiz, vending machine, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Far from over, who gives shit, gift. 2016, next, uh, next Thursday at the duels, the, the, uh, fucking, the Budweiser Shootout is next Thursday. The next Sunday is Daytona 500. So from February 21st until September 10th. Those are 26 races. And uh, from Daytona February 21st until Richmond on September 10th is going to be 26 races. And if he doesn't win any of those 26, and he comes in and he wins one of the chase races and becomes a chase champion, I would shit my pants. I would dance all over the place. I would pull my pants down. Neil Thatcher is a friend of mine on Facebook. Holy shit. Oh, my God. I got to tell you about a friend on Facebook. So, anyways, call me. Tell me who your heroes are. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you want to think. Tell me how you feel. Tell me what's going on and um, how excited you are to listen to the show. 657-383-1431. Call me and say, hey, boo. Hey, boo. What it do? What it do? What it do, do, do? Do the brown up in this bitch. But yes, so I think that because he's fat and overweight, he holds weight in a car, which holds the car back, and he can't win shit because he's so fucking fat that he can't get his car up and going. But that's just my personal opinion. And we'll see this week when qualifying goes down. We'll see this week when Brian Vickers takes the car all the way. And if Brian Vickers takes it to the, hopefully he takes it and does good things with it, and maybe he might take over for Tony next year. Tony is being is retiring at the end of the season in November of 2016. I feel that he's being forced to retire because of the incident that happened three years ago in Watkins Glen, where he was racing at night. The kid that he allegedly hit and run over and killed was. Uh, high on, on coke and marijuana and um, he died as a result of that and ever since then Tony Story has been going down the hill depression, anxiety they did that tried to sue him it, they tried to sue him every fucking year right around because when is a 24 month statute of limitations and they, they, they filed a wrongful death suit within like 21, 23 months because I remember it was last year, and right before the fucking, um, right before they were getting ready to race, they had filed this, this lawsuit, and we're going to sue Tony Stewart, and we're going to do all this crazy bullshit, and pull my pants down, suck my dick. But yeah, it was sad. It was really sad that this happened to him. And uh, 
the uh, life, you know, and I don't want to get into it anymore, but I have to. So when you think about that for a minute, you're being forced to retire because of that incident, I think. I really do. And um, I haven't seen Tony Stewart in the winner's circle in a long time. And he, has a, he like, he does good, but then he just gives up. I think it's because he's fucking fat. And depression, anxiety, and he's fat. And that's just the way I feel about it. But that's life. That is life. And then let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about you and me. And the last block, well, here in a few minutes. But anyways, we're going to talk about some mudslinging. Do you think mudslinging, switching topics from NASCAR and going to South Carolina to mudslinging, do you think mudslinging is the best? Do you, does that, as a voter, does that change you as a voter? Like, do you fucking, because of the arguing, the fighting, does that change you? Does it change who you vote for? Does it make you say, holy shit, fucking, if this says past, I'm going to fucking, holy shit, she actually is playing. Me and Christy are fighting because She's a fucking dumb douchebag. And I'm about to... She's a fucking douche. W-I... Let's see wired. Wired. 16. Haha. That douche is fucking playing. She probably doesn't even know it's fucking me because she's a fucking dumb douchebag idiot friend of mine, but uh, Tony Stewart, yes, so we're going to get back to mudslinging and see, and uh, we're going to see if the mudslinging is going to stop or what's going to happen to your mind. We're not here to talk about politics because politics suck ass, and I don't want to talk about politics because it blows donkey chunks. I'm going to talk about vaginas and cheating and everything else. So this week, actually today was pretty fucking funny, because Ted Cruz had put out a political ad, and in one of the political ads that he put out, had a former, I gotta look this shit up now, hold on, you're about to see my computer crap the fuck out, (laughs) we are switching gears, we are now going to talk about Ted's porn star actress. And if you had to write a political ad or an ad, who would you? Bumbling suspect in Brooklyn Air, Jordan Robert gets plowed by SUV. Flees on foot despite his arms. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Ball is in Melo's court. Carmelo Anthony could veto block team deal that sent that would send him from Knicks to the Cavaliers. Oh shit. New Jersey prison teacher had intercourse 20 times. He got pregnant twice by this dude. This is funny. There was a thing here about Kanye West. Oh, from Taylor Swift to Ray J, Kanye unloads a lyrical barrage at Friends and Foes Alike in new album. Check out the 10 most outrageous lyrics from the life of Pablo. Yeah, okay, we will... In a minute. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum. Ah, here we go. Ted Cruz. 
Now, we all know this dude is running for fucking president of the United States of America. Okay, listen to this shit. Ted Cruz campaign pulls advertisement because it includes a softcore porn star. I don't think she was a softcore porn star. But anyways, presidential candidate Ted Cruz's newest advertisement is relatively tame, though his campaign may think it's too hot for TV. After learning that one of – hold on a second here. I think she's pretty hot. Everybody Google search this. If you listen to this show, Google search fucking Amy Lindsay, A-M-Y, space L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, and it's fucking hysterical. Anyways, um, it's relatively tame, though his campaign may think it's too hot for TV. I feel like one of the actresses in his start has starred in softcore porn. Amy Lindsay has a speaking role in the Texas Senate Conservatives Anonymous wear a circle of support group members, one of whom walks in wearing a Marco Rubio shirt, talks about feeling betrayed. Penelope Cruz will be elected president before Ted Cruz. <laughs> However, the blonde actress IMBD page has previously been featured in its racier than this year's presidential contest, including Kinky Sex Club, The Erotic Traveler, and Coed Confidential. And one of them was actually um, Shannon Tweed, which is. Uh, What's her McCall's what's McCall's wife? Is Shannon Tweed is the uh yes, and seekers of a chambermaid. The ad where Lindsay says maybe you should vote for more than just a pretty face next time was pulled from YouTube as an outlet began reporting on Cruz's newfound connection to twenty fifteen Carnal Wishes. Donald Trump Ted Cruz turned to each other in new T V ads. The actress responded to an open casting call. She passed her audition and got the job. Unfortunately, she was not vetted by the production company. Had the campaign known of her full filmography, was obviously would not have let her appear in the ad. Holy shit. Lindsay has also appeared in non-erotic shows such as Star Trek, Voyager, and Pacific Blue. Her website says she has been nominated for an Emmy as an associate producer of documentaries. Extremely disappointed, Ted Cruz campaign pulled the national television spot. I had a role in the candidate's fellow Texas native said. Lindsay told BuzzFeed that she does not do hardcore porn and is a conservative Christian, currently deciding between Cruz and Trump with the Republican primary, such as everybody else's. Cruz's campaign foray toward the risque came as he battles to get the votes of evangelicals in the South contest next week. On Thursday, our caucus winner spoke pro life, pro family, pro freedom, Carolina Value Summit in Winthrop. University. Now, how the fuck did you not know that? This ch- I mean, how do you know? Like, when somebody comes to you, do you run their name? How about all this? Before we get to that, how about all this week? The front headlines of the New York Daily News. This is the fucking made me fucking laugh my ass off. Dawn of the Brain Dead. Clown comes back to life with New Hampshire win as mindless zombies turn out in droves. Dead clown walking. Trump loses Iowa to Cruz nearly. Slides the third sounds like bedroom something and blah blah blah. Is New Hampshire smarter than this fifth grader? Our nation's doomed. Clown, if clown who calls whatever it's fucking hysterical. The gallery of the different things. Oh, turn out in droves. Bernie rolls over Hillary. Oh, this shit's funny as fuck. So, anyways, um. Dead clown walking, Trump was this is back then. Sounds like beaten man and micro concession. And then it just goes from there. But anyways, getting back to the story. 
about if you were to, if you were on that, would you hire a porn star? Me, if they don't want me to run, because if I was running, I wouldn't wear no fucking suit and tie. I would not wear no fucking suit and tie. Suck my dick. I'd wear Wrangler jeans or camo. I'm wearing camouflage jeans or camouflage in a black shirt and just show up and be like, what's up? I'm here. If they start asking me questions and shit, like, what what would you do, you know? How do you want to be? I'll be like, fuck nuke the bastards. Fucking nuke them the right the fuck off the planet. Let the word go forth from this time and place that the torch has been passed to a new generation of motherfuckers, okay? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what the fuck I would do. And I'd be down there cursing and screaming. I'd have fucking porn stars supporting me and shit. Oh, yeah. I'd fuck go to Brazzers and get every fucking porn star from Rachel Star to fucking Memphis Monroe to Avery and Angelina and whoever the fuck else I can get and have them support me because they are some they are my top three porn stars ever. Like if you ever you can tell I watch porn too much. Yes, I know. Um but you gotta do what you gotta do. I'm more calm tonight. I don't know why, it's weird. Crazy. I'm not all over the place. So, um, I'm just really excited about that. But think about that. Like, would you ever? I would have never thought to check. Like, if somebody signs up to do my political ads, how the fuck am I supposed to know? I'm gonna run your name, like Nikki. Um, oh God, what the hell was her name? Oh God. There was a chick whose name was Nikki or Vicky. No, there was one Veronica, and then that was what I was talking about last week. Veronica. Raquel, who's fucking amazing. And then there was um, Veronica Raquel. Who else was there? This girl, Nikki. And I can't remember her name, but anyway, she ended up in Florida. She was married to some dude, and she went and uh, answered a porn ad because he was out of town or something. She answered a fucking porn ad to become, to go like this guy. Well, she's like, yeah. She goes, I can't suck this dude. He's a black dude. And I've never done this before. He pulled his dick out. His name is Shane Diesel. Was the was the guy. And fucking, she saw his dick and was like, oh, shit. And, uh, yeah, she went. He went and tore that shit up. And then after that, like, she did, like, 30 or 40 more videos and of all sorts of dicks in her ass and a pussy and all sorts of crazy. It was crazy. It was absolutely crazy. Um, nuts. Then I was listening to the, uh, yeah, so keep on the same subject as Ted Cruz. I like, I think that's fucking awesome. I think it's fine. I would have kept running that. I would have ran that ad all night long. Because guess what? You would have pulled all those motherfucking undecided people from fucking Donald Trump and from Bernie Sanders and all the millennials. who have like, holy shit, he's got porn stars on his shit? Fuck yeah. 18 to 24 year olds be signed, be wind up signed. You would have had a fucking 85% average because sex sells. This is, we are in the age where sex sells. Sex sells, and that's the way it is. I was listening to Nikki Glazier yesterday on um, Guys We Fucked, the anti slut shaming podcast. Look it up, Guys We Fucked. It's Guys We FKD, I think it is, because they. they um, they're not allowed to use the word fucked on iTunes because they have a they have to change it. So I was thinking it's like guys we FKD'd. 
But if Nikki Glaser was a guest star, and then there was Kareem and Kate Hutchinson, Caitlin Hutchinson, Katrina Hutchinson, I think. I have to look these people up now. Fucking A. Hold the fuck on. K. K-A-Y. Hold on a minute. I know what to do. Anyways, they do um, anti-slut shaming podcast. Let's see. Guys. We. Let's see. Here it is. It is. Um, I'm looking it up. Hold on. This is from two years ago. We're going to read this article from two years ago. And uh, meet the women changing how we think about female sexuality one sex story at a time. Kareen Fisher and Christina Hutchinson have had a lot of sex and are not afraid to talk about it. After Fisher went through a rough breakup between New York-based stand-up comedians, both in the mid-20s decided to pull the collective unshame about their sex and create a podcast in which they interviewed men and they slept. First episode of Guys Who Fucked the Anti-Slut-Shaming Podcast was released in December. And since then, the audience has grown quickly and the show is now over 2,000 subscribers on SoundCloud. Blah, 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 blah. So anyways, um, yeah. So that's basically what their show is. And they are two really funny. I listen to them a lot and they were doing interviews and stuff and talking about their boyfriends and how they have boyfriends and how comfortable they are and how they feel comfortable and when you're dating somebody and you know, when you have to date yourself and trying to find somebody that really you know, trying to find guys that really say what they mean and their feelings. Which is really interesting listening to them in the last episode they did and I really enjoyed their episodes and I'm really happy for them. And I'm not feeling the burn. Crazy. It is crazy that we are here. It is um, Friday night, 10 o'clock. Holy shit. Nobody's texting me. Nobody loves me. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. Sad. But anyways, uh, and um, yeah, I would definitely have those porn stars. I would love to get a porn star and have do my political rights. It would be fucking amazing. But who really wants the fucking job? Who really wants to be president right now? With all the crap going on, I think I would do it just to piss off all the fucking conservatives, like the diehard, ride-or-die conservatives who are all about the message, and they're like, this is the president of the United States. You can't go around cursing and screaming and flipping people off and telling people like it is. But that is what is getting the votes. That is what gets the votes, not this. I think people are tired of the bullshit and the, the oh, yeah, we're going to we're gonna get rid of Obamacare, we're going to put walls. You ain't going to fucking do that shit, bitch, please. You know damn well that ain't going to happen. Your mom's going to suck a dick. Your mom's going to suck a dick before that shit happens. Mm-hmm. Fucking piece of shit. And it's it's crazy. And, uh, I mean, fucking A, man. Fucking A. 
that's what wins votes. And a lot of people are so like if I was running for I don't want to run for president, I would never because all these skeletons like my three ex wives would come out of the fucking woodwork, probably band together and be a fucking fucking douche. All fucking three of them would band together and I'd be fucked. I wouldn't I'd be so ashamed it wouldn't even be worth it. But hopefully Hopefully they don't even fucking remember. I know it was my first ex-wife remembers who the fuck I am, because that should have that should have been almost fucking fifteen. It'd be fifteen years in September since we got married, and it's fucking funny as fuck because I ended up getting married just to get married. I literally got married just for the fucking hell of it. Whatever, let's get married. Okay, cool. We might get married, sure. Because I wanted to get married and have kids and do it all before I hit thirty, and I was twenty-two and a half at the time. Yeah, it was 22 and a half in September 2001. And um, I just met her, and two weeks later, we met. This is how fucking crazy it was. We met on Yahoo.com. Because remember back in the day, for all you youngins, youngins like myself that was young back in the day, they only had Yahoo.com and AOL.com. And they had the chat rooms, they had these messengers. And you go on there, you message people, and be like, hey, what's up, what's up? You know, we meet you in chat rooms. And that's where we met. We met a fucking Yahoo chat room. Going back forward, she emailed me, you know, her who did, oh yeah, I love you, I love you, yeah, it's gonna be great. And then we met at the train station at 32nd Street and Hill Station. At the corner of 32nd Street. Yeah, because it was Harbor Drive and 32nd Street, and then one by the NAX, so it was 32nd Street. And she pulled up there, parked in a car. We got in her car. She drove us over there to, we said, yeah, I love you, you love me, bam, 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 there you go, it's done. And I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. And it was six months of pure fucking hell. And the depression set in, and anxiety set in, and it was horrible. It was fucking horrible. But what I did was, I did it because I was lonely, I was sad. And other people had boyfriends, girlfriends, and somebody just getting a girlfriend or whatever, fall in love, get married to that. I just went out and got married for the fucking hell of it. And I really upset a lot of people and hurt a lot of people. That went down. Six months after that went down, it was March of 02, 2002 in March, and then I met Kirsten in, um, I was dating, and I dated this one chick who was a fucking hornball. I mean, she was, this bitch was a fucking hornball like you've never seen before in your fucking life. Literally fucking horny as motherfucker. And um, it's crazy as shit. Because before I met Kirsten, it was uh, it was crazy. And um, and all she wanted to do was just fuck. That's all she wanted. Like we went out to dinner. We had a nice dinner. Because I lived in the barracks back then because I didn't have a house. And I lived in the barracks. And I told my, my roommate in the barracks, yeah, you got to get out. We got to fuck. So we're in the barracks fucking. I'll never forget this shit as long as I live. So we're in the barracks we're fucking. And I was having a hard time getting it up because what happens is, not so much now, but back then, I was never sexually active. Like, never, ever sexually active. Like, I lost my virginity when I was 18. And, um, yeah, the summer of 97, I lost my virginity. And uh, I was never sexually active. I might have had, before I joined the Navy, I might have slept with like one, two, three, three people before I joined the Navy. And then I joined the Navy and I met 
my first wife, and we slept together, and yeah, it was okay. But anyways, we fucked, and it was crazy. And then my friend Graham, who was a fucking black dude, bust down. He was like, open up. I know you're in there fucking that pussy. I know you're in there. She goes, I want that black dick. I want that black dick so bad. He pulled his dick out. Fucked the shit out of her. And I never heard the end of it ever since then. I mean, I haven't seen him in years. But yeah, I remember that night in the barracks. That shit was crazy as fuck. Um, yeah, in the barracks room. I was fucking... I was 23 at the time. And then May went by, June. And then I had met uh, Kirsten on June 22nd, 2002 at the mall. We met up at the mall because you, when you meet people offline, you got to meet them in proper places. And I met her. We hung out. We made her laugh. We laughed. We joked. And then we went back to her place. And we were making out. She's like, you want to go in the bed? She goes, let's go in the bedroom and do it easy. So we're making out. She takes her pants off, takes her panties off. She goes, fuck me. Well, this is how crazy this shit was because I'm not sexually active. And I always had a hard time finding the hole. I literally had a hard time finding the girl's fucking vagina. Like, I could feel the vagina, but I had a hard time sticking my dick into the hole. Literally, when I was 23 years old. And um, it's fucking crazy. So I ended up, we ended up making out and we started going down on her. And it was just incredible. Like, I didn't go down on her a little bit. But then I started fucking her. She's like, just fuck me. Just stick your hole. Just stick it to me. I was going. I was like, I'm coming. I'm coming. She goes, just come inside. You just bust up inside. I don't give a shit. Just fuck me. Screaming. Cream. Cream. Screaming. I'm like, holy shit. This is crazy. And, um, yeah, she was great in bed. And then I was like, Pah. And then we went out to a bar. We hung out. And then we came back. We fucked again. And she took me to work. The next day, we just, we were literally together all summer. The summer till two, we were literally together every fucking day. Except when we were out to sea. When I was out to sea, she wouldn't be there. And we just fucked all the time. Every hotel room, everywhere we can get, we just fucked, fucked, fucked. And we did in her, the worst place I've ever had sex was on a fucking waterbed. In her, we, we fucked in her mom's waterbed in her mom's apartment long. That's some crazy shit. If you ever get laid on the waterbed, I don't know if they make waterbeds anymore. But yeah, I got laid on a waterbed. It was the most fucking craziest shit I'd ever seen in my entire life. And, uh, it's fucking crazy. So, uh, what the fuck else was I saying? Um, yeah, it was crazy. And then we spent, and then we got engaged in August of 2002. And the fucking funny thing was, I was going through the divorce. And in California, you got to wait six months. So I filed a divorce May the 15th. And I got married the day after my divorce. Like, I got divorced on Friday, November 15th. I was married Saturday, November 16th, 2002. Literally six months after. I was fucking um, divorced. The day after I got divorced, I got remarried again. So like, boom. And her and I were married. And then... Went to California, and then I had to get orders to Chicago, and just hoping downhill. Then I met Hillary, and yeah, that was a freight train coming. And I have never had a relationship since then. I've had a lot of great sex. Like, I've literally, in the last seven years, I've had a lot of great sex. And um, it was awesome. And, like, I've never met a freak or somebody who's, like, a freak who likes to watch other people fucking do all sorts of crazy freaky shit. And uh I mean I know people like that. 
and I can get people like that, but it's crazy that I did shit like that. <sighs> yeah, so. And then in California, too, they had arrest uh, porn shops and all sorts of crazy. I don't ever forget, we went to, we got a, we got a bunch of porn DVDs, and we'd watch, we would watch porn. And I have to find this porn that we watched. It was a, and it was the most, um, oh God, it was a, one of my favorite porn things because what happened was the guy and the girl were there and like she went through something, she was in a hotel room and he came up and he opened up the door and I think he was like the, he wasn't a stripper at the time, but uh, she came in and I think he was like the the bellboy or like the food boy, you know, the food hop. And he came in and he's like, oh, hold on, you know, I can show you up. And he put on his music, started dancing, tear his clothes off, and they fucked. It was crazy shit in that. And then um, that's how I learned how to give head. Or, God, not sucking dick. That's how I learned how to eat pussy because I can do oral sex like you would not fucking believe. Like, anybody that wants to have oral sex, call me. I'm going to be the best amazing oral sex of your fucking life. Yay! Yay! But, um... Yeah, so that's crazy. So we did that shit. And, uh... Let's see. Hold on. We're going to come back because I have to pee-pee. And let's see. What can we play? Uh... Nineteen eighty
Okay, we are back, bitches. We have 40 minutes left. We're going to talk about the year. The year was the year I graduated high school and was the year of President Bill Clinton was fired from his job. The um, what else? Oh, my last year at Goose Pond Scout Reservation when I started working in Moses Hospital. The year is 1998. Can you believe that shit? But in 1998, this song was playing. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but this song was playing in Excited, but yes, as you can um, tell, I make up raps and songs, and we do cool, fun shit on the show. And this is what the show is basically about. I hope you listen. And this, I'm mixing Crystal Ice Tea with Swedish vodka, orange cream, so orange cream pop vodka, and Crystal Ice Tea, and it tastes off the shady chain. It is better than drinking strawberry lemonade. And this strawberry lemonade and Crystal Light was not working for me. So they could suck my dick for that shit, for all I give a shit. And give a care, because they could suck my dick. But yes, as you know, I can sing, I can rap. Yeah, I can do it. Cause I suck dick. Uh, but yes, so the year is 1998. That was playing in 1998. Bill Clinton was there. Oh, what else was I doing in 1998? I wasn't getting laid. I was not getting laid in 98. Because I didn't meet Pam until I met Angela. In August of 98, because, I, no, this was 99. We met, uh, oh, shit, speaking of, speaking of shit, what the fuck? So anyway, speaking of 1998, I graduated high school. Well, see, when I was a sophomore in high school, junior in high school, sophomore in high school, 
Um, oh, Janela, Janela, la la. I love Janela. She is the shit. Love, like, I swear, if, if I ever become big or huge, Janela is going wherever I go. Like, literally, like, she is coming. Like, if I become a big star, I was writing, writing shit down in my books and stuff. I write books and I write journals and diaries and things. I was writing about Janela before I forget because I get off track a lot. But I'll tell you a funny story about Janela in a minute. But anyway, 1998, so in 97, I was a junior, 96, I was a sophomore, 97, 96, I was a junior, 96, 97, junior, 97, 98, senior. So it was 1996, I started going to Votech. And Votech is a vocational school in Dixon City, Pennsylvania, where Abington Heights, West Scranton, Scranton, Scranton High School, West Scranton High School, Abington Heights, Dunmore High School, Riverside High School, Valley View, Mid Valley, all came and you learned vocational school, vocational stuff like carpentry, woodwork, plumbing, uh, what other shit did we learn? Cooking, horticulture, floriculture. It was a whole mess of craziness. And it worked out just fine for me because I loved it. Well, they had this program called uh, Shit in Hell. What the fuck was it called again? Damn it. Damn you. Damn you, Bin Laden. Damn you. Um, I forget what the fuck it was called. It was called uh, Protective Services. And I still have, to this day, my Protective Services jacket. I still have it somewhere. I have to go home and look for it, but I still have a protective, my protective services jacket from 1998 from my high school years. That's how crazy my life is. But anyways, um, so I was in Votech, and there were some pretty cool people in there. And I'll tell you the people. Christy West, this chick Hillary, this dude Donnie Evans, Jeff Miller, Donnie Evans, um... I forget who else was in there. Some other really kid. Me, Nikki Kravitz, Christy West, Karen Gallagher, Hillary. And uh, after you graduate high school, you probably just go on yourself and never see anybody or hear from anybody ever again. So it flash forward 18 fucking years. And the other day, like, I, was at, I had people on Facebook. You know how when you go on Facebook, it says, oh, we may know this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. And yeah, 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 yeah. Whatever. Um, so I had this one person, her name was Hillary Ann. I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, you know, I add people. So then she liked one of my photos. I'm like, oh, that's hot. Somebody, you know, I just added my photos. I'm like, hmm, fuck. So then we're going through, it was yesterday, and, um, and I posted something on Facebook. Or I, oh, she's gorgeous. She's fucking gorgeous, 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 gorgeous woman that she is. And, uh, Anyways, I said something about her, like, she's really gorgeous. I was like, oh, she's like, do you see the fuck in my smile? And I was like, no, but I see those beautiful blue eyes. Do you have the pretty eyes? Whatever, and so on and so forth. And then she's like, ha, ha, ha. She's like, ah, Donatello. Oh, shit, I'm giving out my name. Anyway, she goes, Sarge, I'll say my, my alias is on Sarge. She goes, I still see that you're a flirt. Ha, ha, I like it. I'm like, okay, like, do I know you? Like, who the fuck are you? And I was like, hold on. So I, I I go in the messenger, I send her a message, I'm like, who are you and how do I know you? And she's like, you don't remember me? I'm Hillary. I was like, who? She goes, remember Botag, the fire engine? I was like, oh my God. I said, I thought your, I thought your ass looked familiar. 
holy shit. I couldn't fucking believe it. I done seen her in 18 years. She is fucking gorgeous. Damn, the guy that gets to have her? Mm-mm. Nuh-uh. Oh, hell no. Nah. But anyway, yeah, I was like, holy shit. That's why I went back to 1998 because we had just connected after 18 fucking years of not seeing each other. So she is, mm-mm. Good night, Jen. Good night, Ju- Good night, Juju. Juju. Juju, Juju. Juju is DB. She lives across town. She's a fucking douche. And then, um, so yeah, so that's why I chose 1998. That's when I graduated. I never got my EMT certificate, but I just loved being an EMT. Like, I loved the rush of getting on a fire truck and putting out fires. And I loved the rush of going to um, save lives and, you know, jump on people and do CPR and try to save their life and and listen to the scanner. Because when you're from a small town of... Uh, Dale. Dale was another guy. He was a wet. And we had Dale. He had Jeff Miller, Dale, and Donnie Evans. And they're fucking whackers. And what a whacker is, or I don't even know what they still call it whackers, but it's people who have the fucking, um, who have, who carry, who are volunteer firefighters. And they carry their uh, pages with them. And when the page goes off, they're like, you can tell the tones, like different fire tones, the different um, fire companies throughout the city of Scranton and uh, Carbondale. Epic Heights, Clark Summit, Old, um, fucking Carbondale, and I forget the other city, Four, Forest, Forest City, Carbondale area, and all this different, you know, it's just craziness. But yeah, I remember that, and it was crazy. But yeah, and I used to listen to my scanner, and we used to listen to all the different fire calls and the phone calls, and we used to masturbate. No, just kidding. Kidding! <laughs> Anyways, um... Thank you for listening to the show tonight. It is to fucking Friday night, yo. Let's get drunk. Let's get crunked. I'm waiting for DB to text me and be like, what's up? Oh, shit. I didn't send I did send this shit to him. What the fuck? Son of a bitch. Okay. Anyways. Um, let's see what DB is doing. That's how I fuck. Hold on. We're going to call him in about 15 20 minutes when I get ready to get off the show. And we're just going to call him back. What's up, bitch? And hang up the phone and fuck with her. I have her in the phone. It's fucking DB. Um, I send her dick pics just to piss her off. And she gets so mad. She goes, Stop sending me pictures of my dick. I was like, Let me want to suck my dick, bitch. What? But yeah, that's how we roll. And, uh, damn. Yeah, so 1998, that was the year I was in Votech. I was hanging out, enjoying life, having fun. Mary got pregnant from a kid named Tom, said he was in love. I love that song. This song is the shit. Love that song. Oh, yeah, you got to hear me sing tonight. You got to hear me sing. Uh-oh, she's being a fucking douche. She ain't get texting me back. She's being a cocksucker. So that is the year. Um, I don't think I was dating anybody in 98. Because it was 1999, in September 99, when Jay started dating Kim, and I started, because Jay and Kim started dating the same time I started dating Pam, and Pam was like one of my really good friends, but she was, um, she was, her and I were really close, like we were together for six months. And then I went in the Marine Corps, she stayed with me, came back. And when, when we came back, like her and I were just distant, very distant. 
Um, it's very different. We changed very much. Her and I changed. And she went on to become an x-ray tech at the local hospital. And uh, I don't even know if she's thought. Hold the fuck. Son of a bitch. What the hell? Oh. Crazy. Eight hours, eight hours, eight minutes. Ah, I see what the fuck. Let's see what the fuck she's doing. So, uh, um, it's absolute craziness. But anyways, uh, loving life, loving life for the next hour and a half. But anyway, call me. Tell me about your high school days. Six five seven three three fourteen thirty one. We're here for the next thirty minutes. Tell me what you're doing. Tell me who you're doing it with. I just keep sending her text messages just to fuck with her. See what she's doing. She probably over there fucking eating Christie's fucking pussy. She's probably what the fuck she's doing. So, um, anyways, I just fuck with everybody. Uh, fucking A, I can't remember what I was talking about. Oh, I just sent somebody something. Um, so 98 was crazy. That is the year of the, of, uh, that was definitely a crazy year for me, and uh, and I can't believe that we became friends on Facebook, and we haven't seen each other in years. And uh, she's pretty funny, though. That's too funny. Um, so anyways, uh, I forget what the fuck I was talking about. 1998, that was the year I graduated. Um, I didn't become a friend. Yeah, so I think I was dating Angela at the time. I can't remember who I was with in 98. I don't even know if I was with anybody in 98. Maybe on and off in 98. Um, I think there was a chick who went to Scranton High School. I think she was like a senior and I was in school or whatever. And her and I were together. It was craziness. Uh, anyways, I'm going to, within the next Friday, I'm trying to get Ashley, my friend Ashley to get on here and do a co-host with me. I don't know if it's going to work, but I really want to get around here to hear her voice, to see how funny she really is, or if she's funny or not funny. I don't even know um, what else was there. So, yeah, so I don't think I was dating anybody. I remember when President Clinton was fired 
um, but in the House of Representatives almost got fired in the Senate, and uh, it was crazy. And uh, was the last president to get impeached. In 18 years, that's when that president impeached, and they should have impeached this fool that's in the office right now, but unfortunately, that shit happens. We're going to do a recap. Uh, porn stars in political ads, I think. That was pretty cool. Even though she did softcore. I hate softcore because softcore is so stupid. But in the early, late 90s, early 2000s, before like porn really, what the fuck she doing? Watch this. Anyways, um, so, uh, yeah, so that was how we did the last, but yeah, so softcore porn, and they used to have softcore porn on uh, Cinemax, I don't know if they still do or not, but there was this one softcore. So, uh, so, um, what was I talking? There was this one softcore porn I absolutely loved. And it's how I really got into porn, like watching it or just fantasizing about it because like it would just give me like it would just take me away from all the shit. Like I remember when Jenna Jameson was at the Kane Film Festival and they put that on E network and how I was just so amazed. Like I didn't know what porn was, I didn't know the porn industry and how she would do naked photos and in, in, uh, photos and shit, and she would take her clothes off. I never understood that. I thought it was really cool. And then it wasn't until I was on, like, entertainment TV, and they did, like, this interview with her and how she did her first porn with um, the firefighter porn, and I just fell in fucking love with it. And then I saw a cop. It was the softcore porn this guy did, but it was, like, softcore porn on um, Cinemax. And I fucking loved that shit because... It was so much fun. And, like, I never fucking masturbated to it. Like, never. Like, I just sit there and just watch. And just amazing. Like, oh, my God. One day when I grow up, I want to have that. I want to have a girl come in and get for me and do all this crazy shit. I, would, I didn't start masturbating until, like, 2001, 2002. And it was, like, once I started doing it, like, I could not fucking stop. And I also had a hard time, too, coming. Like, coming during sex for me was really, really hard. Like, I think I came in my ex-wife, my second ex-wife, maybe like four times in three years. But most of the time we were at work. I was at work, so we didn't have time to fuck. But anyways, we did. It was just, you know, and then the sex just started to crap out, you know, and it was because I wanted to explore more. And I saw, I started watching more porn. Like, I wanted to start doing like threesome. And uh, there was an app for threesomes. And uh, I definitely want to, I would definitely love to do that. Like, I would love to watch somebody have sex and just sit there and just watch them fuck. And, uh, like, all these thoughts and shit goes through my head. And uh, so, yeah, so it's crazy. This motherfucker comes over to the house drinking. I'm gonna beat her ass. Fucking dumbass lady. So, anyways, um, yeah, and it was in because cursed was a uh, want to explore too, but she, 
we weren't secure enough in our relationship or marriage to start doing swinging, like being swingers and bringing other people in and doing like I wanted to do shit like that, but like she wasn't down for that. So like fuck, you know, and it was really hard. It really was. And then, um, and I just got bored. I got tired. We got tired of each other. We got bored with each other. And she was having a hard time because she was on that. Because you know, I got them big bitches because they know they got more cushion for the pushing. So anyways, uh, watch this. So anyways, got tired of more Christian for the pushing. Yeah, so it was crazy. And then and then the last seven years, I don't think I brought any bar whores home. I did one time. I brought a bar whore home, and that was not fun. And we fucked in the front seat of my car. It was one of the craziest, I think one of the second craziest places I ever had sex in the front seat of my car. She was in the passenger seat, and she had a feet. And for the longest time, like you would literally see the footprints on my windshield. Like I washed the inside of my windshield, and the footprints were still fucking there. And her panties were on, well, I got rid of her panties, but the panties were on the front floorboards of my car. Yeah, that's my crazy sex stories. Now DB is probably in the fucking car, probably I bet you 20 bucks, DB driving across town right fucking now, talking about, come on, let's go drinking, dang. That door, she started knocking that door, I'm not going to answer that fucking shit, she could like my dick. Uh, yeah, yeah, I miss Heather. Heather, I miss you very much, very much, I miss Heather, very, very, very much. Um, anyways, uh. Yeah, it's been a crazy week. It has been a crazy, crazy ass week. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for listening to me running about for the last hour and forty five minutes. Um, I tried to stay on topic. I think I did better this time than I did the last two shows. I don't know how many of you would listen to the show. I don't really know if it's gonna take off or not take off. But uh I hope that you do listen to the show. I hope you pass along your friends and your family and whatever. And think about me, text me, tweet me, call me. I'm around. Give me a call. If you're in the Hampton Woods area, give me a call. We'll go for drinks. I'll buy drinks. Chris Ron's on me and then the rest is on you. What? But we'll go party. We'll enjoy life, man. Life's all about getting drunk and partied up. Um, let's see. Crazy sex stories. I did meet a lot of people on Plenty Fish. Plentyfish.com. You can go on there and meet as much ass as you probably wanted. I never got an OkCupid. I never did OkCupid. I did Match.com for a while, and now I don't do that anymore. But I never did OkCupid. I never did um, um, what was that one? Adam Marie Marie, whatever that fuck was. I don't even know what that one was. But yeah, I never did that one either. And uh, Madison, Ashley Madison, I never did an Ashley Madison one. But I heard that there's an app for threesome. You could do actually threesomes. And meet people and go out to the bars. And that's like one thing that I've always wanted to do. Was like have a girl, meet her at a bar, flirt with her, take her back to my place, just flirt. Just like like the first night. Just like hang out in the bar, get drunk, flirt, exchange numbers, flirt, 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 and then take her back to my place. And like just start, then go meet the bar again and have more drinks and go back to my place and drink some more. And just start talking and making out. And then, you know, panties, panties be dropping. I think that would be fun. Um... Definitely would love to meet girls like that and just crazy shit like that. I would love to do shit like that, but it's hard to find people like that. You know, it's hard to find people. It's hard to 
because you don't know who the bullshitters are and who the bullshitters ain't. You know, and I don't have time for you. You know, don't fuck around with me, son. Um, but yeah, I would love to do shit like that. I'm definitely down for that. I have chicks all over the place. I have them in Virginia Beach, Chesapeake, Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake. Or it's, I don't have a name, P-Town. I used to have one in P-Town. It was a really, really cool-ass person, but not anymore. I had one in Deep Creek, Chesapeake area. She was pretty badass. But she was fucking cuckoo and nutty, but still was pretty bad. Like One of my fucking favorite date stories that I've had in the past seven years, this chick and I met, and it was I got out of class on a Wednesday night. And we were at Regent University in the library, law library doing stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm done law library. I'm going home. She goes, come to the Applebee's over from Battlefield Boulevard. Okay, I'll meet you over there, whatever. So we went over there, met her. It was like 10 o'clock at night. We're sitting there, we're eating dinner, bullshitting back and forth. And she was like, kept conversating, like literally just kept talking and talking and talking and talking and talking. Like I couldn't even get a word in edgewise. I was like, hey, how are you? How are you doing? Yay. Love to stick it in your dick. What, what? And then she got a text message from her mom. It's like, oh, yeah, something went down. And then she got a text message from her ex-husband. And she's got, oh, my God, I got to really so pay the check. We left one out of the car. She got freaked out. And she's like, she's like, this is bu- no bullshit. She goes, I got to tell you something. I'm like, oh, shit. She goes, my second oldest son. Because she had three kids, an older one, a middle one, and a baby. The baby, she has like six years old now. But anyways, he's fucking funny as fuck. Smart as but funny as fuck and real nice. But anyways, the middle child she had was big time cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And he um, got in big trouble. The parole officer came. You know what happens when you miss your parole. The parole get arrested, sent back to jail. Spend time in lockup. That night she called me when I got home. She's like, can I ask you a favor? I said, sure, whatever. I don't care. She goes, can you take me to the courthouse tomorrow to meet my ex-husband and my, my ex-husband? My son, we gotta go through the court. I've never in my life dated somebody who introduced me to their second, their ex-husband on the second date, and then hung out at the fucking courthouse while her son was in chains, locked up in an orange jumpsuit. I sat there and shit myself, like because I wasn't allowed to go in the courtroom. I went in there anyways because I knew the judge, and like he just saw me and he just rolled his eyes when he saw me, and uh, pretty fucking funny shit. But yeah, if you ever had a date where like your date said, can you take me to the courthouse so we can hang out with my ex-husband and um his and our son? Shit was crazy. I never had that shit. And I never got laid by her. We kissed, but we never got laid. So that was crazy. Um, then it was Courtney. Courtney was crazy. She lives an hour and ten minutes from here, just south of Richmond, about maybe twenty minutes, half hour south of Richmond, and uh, that shit was crazy. But anyways, Courtney was amazing. Like, she was great in bed. Like, she literally was amazing in bed. Like, literally fucking amazing. Like, like if I didn't pull out of, if I didn't pull out on her, then I probably would have fucking busted her on her. Like, I wanted to so bad because, like, I just was loving that sex so much. And she would do, she would literally drop everything for me and do whatever I said. And it was fucking crazy. Like, one time we're talking about bullshit and she's like, what's going on? But I'm nothing. I was like, um, I said, I'm hungry, and my tank needs to be filled. Literally said, my I'm hungry, and I need gas in my tank. 20 minutes later, she's knocking on my fucking door saying, what's up? What's going on? So I'm like, um, what are you doing here? She goes, oh, she said, 
someone she goes, want to go out to dinner? I'm like, sure. I was like, but I need, she took me out for dinner. Filled up my gas tank. Filled up my gas tank. And at that time, gas was like 3.30 gallons. Filled up my gas tank. Took me to fucking Chili's. Took me to ice cream. Came back and fucked my brains out. Like, we literally fucked each other's brains out for like three fucking hours straight. Just every position you could possibly think of. Playing music, fucking blowing, eating out pussy. She was blowing me all the time. It was the most incredible night of my life. Not only did she feed me, put gas in my car, gave me dessert, and gave me happy ending all in one day. Beat that, motherfucker. But yeah, so that's how crazy. That's how crazy this shit is. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah, that was one of the craziest things ever. Then I've had a few hit and misses. I've had a few guys hit on me. It's funny shit. I hang out at the bar and these gay guys come in. It doesn't bother me. I'm like, sorry, I don't roll that way, you know. I'm a, I love pussy, you know. I do love pussy. I don't love dick. And uh, even going down on pussy is, like, when you say you're going to go down with somebody, disgust. Like, like, if you think about it, what comes out of your pussy? You know, people will be pissing on it. Even when girls give blowjobs, you know, you're pissing on your dick. I mean, but people do it because it's enjoyable. You enjoy that. You enjoy the girl sucking you off if she's good at what she does. And you have to know how to do it correctly and so on and so forth. Like, I've never had a girl make me come. I don't think I've ever had a girl make me come during a blowjob. Oh, yeah, I did. Hillary. Hillary, my ex-wife, my third ex-wife. One time we were hanging out at my house, and I'm just laying there, and she went down on me, and she undid my shirt, and she undid my pants, and she did this thing where I fucking busted a nut in her mouth. That's the first time ever that ever, ever, ever happened to me. It was crazy. And then we ended up getting married and getting divorced, and it was just downhill from there. And it was craziness, absolute craziness. Um, let's see. Virginia man wins lottery prize worth a hundred grand more than he expected. Hmm. Must be nice. Crazy. Uh, what else is going on? So yeah, so that's how life goes. Strippers, porn stars. Um, that's life. But yeah, so 1998. You know how old I am now. I'm 37. Gonna be 37 in two months. I'm excited about that. If you have any ideas for the show or want to talk about the show, if you have any ideas, or maybe you have thoughts, or questions, comments, concerns, Donald gmail.com. You know, hit me up on uh, Facebook, Twitter. Hit me up anywhere. I will talk to you all day, all night. Whatever it is you need, let me know. I'll hit you up. Um, We can work it out. Let me know what music you want to hear, what year you want to do. Think of a year. You know, we talk about, just like tonight, we talk about 1998. All the crazy shit that went down in 1998 and craziness. Like, I can tell you, 1999, October, after a football game, we, I went with this girl. And I didn't know her name. Ball game came home and I was home alone. So that night I was home alone. Fucking um, I don't know where my brother was because he was young. He was only 12, 13. He was 13. My sister was 15. My sister was 17. He was 13. I was 19. I was 20. Yeah, I was 20 going on 21, 20, 20 and a half. And this chick and she. 
had the tightest fucking pussy ever. Like, I've never had a girl tighter pussy. If I did not pull out of her, I'd probably have a fucking 18-year-old, 17-year-old right now. Mm-mm. Excuse me, 16-year-old. Because we would have had we had sex in October. She would have conceived in November. Well, let's see, November, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July. So she would have had it in July of 2000. See, I would have a 16-year-old right now, but we never did. Luckily, I pulled out that night. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, so anyways, those are my stories. I'm sticking to them. The show was great. Listen to it. Get out and vote. Tomorrow night, 8 o'clock on Fox. Turn on your local Fox channel. 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Sprint Cup. Unlimited tomorrow night. Then uh, Tuesday night, Thursday night is the Budweiser Shootout, and then next Sunday is Daytona 500. I am excited. I see race cars. I love race cars. I love watching them go around in circles. I love history. I love reading books. I love Swedish vodka. I love getting drunk. I love partying. I love smoking a blunt. And Let's call my friend see what she's doing. Hold on a minute. Let's see what she's doing. Watch this shit. Hold on, everybody. Whoops. Wait a minute. You have reached the voicemail box of Julia. You hear that shit? That means that half around the other fucking lot or she ain't talking to me. She's mad as fuck. Listen to this shit. Hold on. This is how crazy my friend is. You have reached the voicemail box of Julia. You fucking douchebag motherfucker. Where the fuck you at? I've been trying to call you for the last hour. I see how you are isolating your dumb ass, huh? But, you know, you isolate your ass. And you need to call me back at my number as soon as you can. Bye. She acting stupid. That's what she's doing. She probably saw my name and probably sent me right to voicemail where she's on the other line. Probably with her fucking friend. just <laughs> Drink beer all day. Go to school. Drink beer. Go to Costco. Buy up shit. Finger myself. Lick my dog's cooter. And keep on going myself. But anyway, giving shout outs tonight to my friends out in Jersey City. Rockin' Jersey City. Rockin' Northern Jersey. Uh, five boroughs. Bronx. Manhattan. Brooklyn. Staten Island. Staten Island. Manhattan. Bronx. Brooklyn. Queens. Uh, Northeast Pennsylvania. To my friend Ashley, rocking it out in Northeast Pennsylvania. Kim, rocking out in Northeast Pennsylvania. To all my girls up in Moses Taylor, rocking it out. What? Uh, let's see, who else? Can I give shout outs to? People rocking it out in Harrisburg. People rocking out in Hoboken, Shoboken, Bluefield, Montclair, um, Cape Cod, uh, Manchester, New Hampshire, Albany, Albany, New York. Buffalo, Rochester, New York. People listening to us in Bozeman, Montana, Boise, Idaho, Olympia, Washington, um, Puget Sound, people out in Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, Dallas, Phoenix, representing out there. Um, Thank you for all your love and support you give us each and every single week whenever you listen to the show. I don't know. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Show up on iTunes. Look it up. Definitely look the show up on iTunes. Uh, 
it would definitely change your life. Uh, like I said, I was not all over the place. So I was really excited about that. Um, talking about porn and that. Hopefully, we can talk more about other shit that goes down. And then um, hopefully next week, get more people on here to do co-hosting and shit. And we would love for you to co-host 657-383-1431. It's the show's number. Call the show during 9 to 11 on Friday nights. Call us, tell us what's going on, what's happening. Email me, text me, tweet me, call me. You know what you think and how you feel and how bad you want it. Tell me some of your funny stories. Share with me. Let me know. And uh, you shall see. But let's roll out to this song. Wondering if after all these years you'd like to me to go on. 